What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the show where we look at all the strangest news stories from all around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. Tired boy today, I will say. <laughs> Fell asleep it's, it's on Valentine's. the couch last night. <laughs> Romantic. Uh, yeah, as, as is tradition. Uh... Fell asleep on the couch, woke up, went to the real bed, woke up still tired. Oh, you so, don't want to go couch to real bed. That's the worst not, transition. It's awful. It was horrendous. I had to get, I had to go down and get a glass of water on the way. It was a, it was a tough time. Oh, fuck. But, okay, so you're telling me that you're going to be full of comedy, maybe full of life, full of love today. I think I'm going to be sleep deprived, so <laughs> you might get... Uh, 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 I was going to say an unknown angle of Sean, but it's a fairly known angle of Sean. I think Sean the, probably, it's point. probably the, the, the normal angle of Sean, really, when you think about it. Um, so this is Weird News Show. What do we do here? You spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man who was too busy ha- having a snooze to look at any weird news. And right. you might be thinking... It's Valentine's Day. Guys, weird news. Let's make it romantic. So what I decided this week, it might be a bit fun if we covered some of the worst dates from Valentine's Day that were sent into various newspapers and I've kind of scoured them and picked my favourite ones. Excellent. And I can't stress enough, none of these are our personal experience. Let's just get that out of the way. No, our loved ones don't talk to us because we record a podcast on Valentine's Day. It is Valentine's Day right now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down. Yeah, we'll go to dinner later on, right? I got things to yeah. do, okay? I got the show. <laughs> the show. <laughs> It must go on. Um, So if this is your first episode, you do not have to do anything. If this is your second or above, we would really appreciate a five stars on Spotify, on iTunes, any of your podcast platforms, maybe a follow, maybe a comment. That would really go down well. Um, You can also support the show. A nice comment. Well, you can leave a mean comment if you want, but most of them are nice. A neutral comment. This is fine. (laughs) (laughs) This is the grey of podcasts. Um, you can either do that or you can support the show by going to our Patreon link it's in the link description down below you can support the show there um, basically for the price of one coffee every single month and you get access to a whole bunch of extra movie reviews and TV show reviews and just generally more content if you're if you're into that and if you're not that's cool too I don't really mind yeah I drink pretty cheap coffee as well so I don't know the actual price of a coffee these days 17 euro 17, 17. <laughs> One house, please. <laughs> um, so, Sean, what I just, because you are, I'm going to label you for this yeah. year uh, and every year. Um, okay. The Patriarch of Love uh, here on the pod. I'll take uh, that. That's all right. <laughs> I just I've made been called way worse on this show. <laughs> the absolute prick. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he took me back down. Um, the patriarch of love for the show, in which I will yeah. give you scenarios that have happened on real life dates that were sent in because it's Valentine's Day, the day of love. And I yes. would like you to tell me if their situation can be salvaged or to cut all ties and move on with your life. Okay, perfect. Are these like first dates or is this like going out for years kind of thing? Some of them are first dates. Some of them are going out for years. Now, by the by, this is just my own personal opinion before we get into any of this stuff. I don't go on a first date on Valentine's Day. I think that's a ridiculous concept. 
It's not good. I did do it once. Uh, it's not a good move. I was like 16. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. But like, you set the stakes too high. Like, That's the thing. You go too big on Valentine's Day. Yeah. A, a first date You're, should be no pressure whatsoever. You go on the 13th or the 15th. You do not go on the 14th. Yes, you you do it on the 15th and then you're like, because we're too cool for the 14th. That's kind of the vibe you got to give off, yes. Yeah. So, Sean, we're going to start off with some stories. Uh, yeah, you just let me know, can the situation be salvaged? Easy. Or could ties run away, change your name, move to Mexico? That kind of vibe. Yeah, I, I want, and look, we love love. I want to, I'm going to try and fix these if they go yeah. bad. Um, so... This is said that some of them are anonymous, some of them are have names attached. I had been dating this girl for three months. It was Valentine's. And she insisted on a specific restaurant at a specific time. I made the reservation and we went. Well, okay. her ex was there with a new lady. And I didn't See? notice. But her ex and I look very similar. This lady basically wanted her to make her ex jealous and made me book the exact time and date that he would be in the restaurant so that she could show me off in front of him. Sean, how do we feel this should go? Interesting, interesting. See, it's layered because on the one hand, she thinks you're worth showing off. (laughs) On the other hand, she's absolutely using you to get back at her ex, which is fucked. So, it, you know, it's real, it's, it's, it swings only, and roundabouts. Only you would be like, well, actually, you know what? I am she good enough I'm to parade. <laughs> I am good enough to show off. I'll tell you that now. Okay, no, I think, uh, look, on principle, you you want to, on principle, don't be in a relationship with that person. Clearly not over her ex. Clearly, the clearly into the ex. That's fine. In practice... <laughs> You are now at a restaurant with the opportunity to do some of the most hilarious shit in the world. <laughs> Such as? Make an absolute show of her in front of her ex. Yeah. yeah. Like, she, not only is she not getting back together with them, she's not getting together with anyone. You have your... gonorrhea? Why would you tell me now? That, that kind of There we go. Be, I'm thinking, like, big kiss. You're the best sister ever. That kind of shit. <laughs> I can't believe we were, were expecting child children already. You, like, I get your knife, ding the edge of a glass, propose with an onion ring. It writes itself. Go, uh, yeah, what you're saying is you basically call the bluff. You go yeah. double hard in the paint. You've realised what's going on, yeah. so now you have all of the power in and the scenario. And you need to really fucking go hard at it. You big it up big time. You get... If you need to, get them to bring out a cake. Just tell them it's her birthday. It's not her birthday. Just tell them it is. It's fine. Let them sing to her. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm talking like sparklers, like the whole nine yards. Call attention to yourselves. Like, tuck what you think is a napkin into your collar. It's actually the tablecloth. Stand up, pull the whole thing, spill it all. You do it at the soup course. I want the most mess possible. And then, at a certain point, take a different napkin, put it underneath your collar on your shirt, pretend mm-hmm. you are now a priest, bless everyone in the restaurant, bless her for knowing you. Maybe really big it up that maybe it's another kind of, you're baptising everyone there. I, I yeah, think you need to go very hard. they're being into something now. Yeah. <laughs> it's now a cult. <laughs> it's, it's, you just, yeah, start doing a sermon kind of a thing. Uh I just think you need, this is a once in a lifetime chance here. 
Hmm. Like, how often does this land in your lap to be able to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I think what we're saying is dead, but kind of... well, Dead in the water, but you get to enjoy it on the way out. Exactly. The plane is going down, but you might as well have a laugh on the way. Yeah, exactly. But mm. the, the plane is going down, but the bar cart is beside you. So it's yeah. fine. Uh, next up is Ella, who just has a short one. My then boyfriend surprised me with a gift, and it ended up being a shirt of mine that I had left at his place. <laughs> See, there's a charming idiocy about that. <laughs> no, there's not. It, in no in a, in a Hallmark movie that could be that could be the thing. In practice, he doesn't want any of your shit in his house. I, either he's just trying to move you slowly out bit by bit over a several year span of every single event, or perhaps he's just a fucking dumbass and was like, "Oh shit, I forgot to get some," and for some reason, seen a shirt that wasn't his in his house. What a house. gamble! By the way, because if that's not her shirt, <laughs> you have fucked up. Well, if it's not hers, you actually win because then she doesn't recognize it and you get like a new But gift. it's clearly a used shirt. Like. Yeah, yeah, you want to wash it. Who's buying their girlfriend just a plain t-shirt for <laughs> Valentine's Day? Oh, no. Yeah, that's dead in the water. That's that's done. Yeah, okay, so we're, we're, we're 0 for 2 on saving okay. relationships at the minute. Uh, the guy I had been seeing uh, gave me black and dead roses, saying that's how he saw our relationship, dead. <laughs> wow. Okay, let's, now let's, let's not just leave that. What if he's a goth, you know, and that could be fine beauty in death and all that kind of thing. Yeah, so you're saying if he's a goth, maybe yeah. like that's what, how he shows love. If he's got... All I'm saying, right, if I gave someone black roses, I don't think that would come across as weird. Well, that's because you're a goth. Yeah, I'm a little, like, emo piece of shit, but close enough, you know? Yeah. So... What's the difference between an emo and a goth? I don't wear, uh, like, I don't do makeup. Strictly because I'm lazy, I suppose. (laughs) Uh, Also, goth with a beard, tough look. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's rough. That's rough. Okay. Um, we went out for dinner. She leaned in to kiss me and her hair got caught in the candle. She didn't realise and proceeded to spread the fire to my very nice dress shirt. She then blamed it on me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you're a psychopath because this woman's hair got set on fire and you're like, yeah, but my good clothes. My Hawaiian shirt. (laughs) Who the fuck thinks like that? You absolutely... I think so but I think the last line is super important here because he says she then blamed it on me which to me implies that like they had an argument and I think maybe at the start I benefited out here maybe he was like oh fuck your hair's on fire and then once she's like that's your fault then it kind of gets more selfish and it's like you set my shirt on fire you fucking prick yeah true but I like I also think that yeah look it's not like you should be responsible for your own hair and where it's going (laughs) But no one can be blamed for your hair accidentally dangling in front of a candle. I think, th- you know, that classic saying about love. Yeah, but everyone knows that. I also think, it, I don't know, just the way that's phrased. It's like before anything else happened, he was worried about his shirt. <laughs> this, this one, by the way. Also, is that dead in the water or are we good to go? 
I think that's salvageable. I think it's good to go. I think that's a fight in the moment. You're embarrassed in a restaurant. Yeah, I think, yeah, but she's they, embarrassed. She doesn't feel good. Her head technically was on fire. So ultimately, that would make you feel bad. I would feel like, oh, shit, I've had a bad day. So maybe cut some slack. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think on the drive home, that's all sorted. And then you eat okay. ice cream on the This couch. one is a bit longer, but it really, really stood out to me. Uh, and I think you'll know why. In my freshman year of high school, I started dating this guy a week before Valentine's Day. We barely had any time to get comfortable with one another before the big day. But all he cared about was showing off the fact that he had a girlfriend. So, on the big day, I'm sitting in the cafeteria with my friends when I see him walk up on stage with a microphone. He called me up to the stage in front of the entire school and proceeded to rap at me. I was just just wishing for it to be over until someone came from behind me with a bouquet of flowers, which I soon realised was a quick distraction. As soon as I turned towards him again, he gave me the sloppiest and most insincere kiss I had ever had. It was our first kiss. (laughs) Oh, dear. And for reference as well, I just looked it up. Freshman in high school, you're around 14 years old. Look, that's a terrible situation. I thought that only happened on the Disney Channel. Oh, no. I, like, how... Like, that's not... I want to know what this dude is up to now. Yeah, what's he doing? He's probably into crypto. Yeah, definitely into crypto and craft beer. The... Also, he definitely watched, like, 10 Things I Hate About You the night before. (laughs) I was like, oh no, this is what all women love. <laughs> this is what I, I look the same as Heath Ledger does in that movie. Yes, I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this will work out the exact same way for me. <laughs> I just, how do you, like, stuff like that Pu- is the worst. Public, because- public displays are weird. Like, because if the person isn't into it, it's just the worst thing ever for them. To be honest, right? And look, there might be people, <laughs> I was going to say something really harsh. If you are into that, you're psychotic. (laughs) I mean, like, no, 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 no. Because there are some people who like, you know, who like, not that like, are extroverted and are comfortable with people looking at them. And like a public display of love in that sense is like, I want to say this to everyone that I love you. Maybe it's an Irish thing. I get it in concept. It it might be an Irish thing that we are, it's it's the catholicism in us. That That's it. it's the if shame. people are looking at you, you're doing something fucking wrong, right? That means it, Jesus is looking at you as well. Stop them fucking yeah. looking at you. Keep your fucking head down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, man. but like, but also like, because uh, I I went to, before I proposed, I went through and watched videos of people who proposed in public settings, but the the lady said no. Why would and you do that? I don't know. I fucking hate myself. You're you're the most anxious man as it is. Why would you do that? that you're doing in your brain. You're like this will help the anxiety. This is actually yeah. how I control. It's like it. exposure therapy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but by God, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified of planes. Well, to watch some plane crashes before I get this flight. Yeah. That'll really settle me down. Terrified of boats. Well, here's James Cameron's Titanic. <laughs> um, I just... Stuff like this is not good. I also have another one coming up soon that is even worse than Excellent. that. Um, but um, we, were ha- we were having dinner at a restaurant and suddenly he jumped up and ran to the bathroom. After about 45 minutes, I got worried, <laughs> right? And I went to check on him, right? 
Four, no, 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 it's worse. As it turned out, the guy who went into the bathroom before him was his dealer. And they were in there getting high. This was okay. not only on Valentine's Day, it was our first date. Oh, it's all lining up to be just garbage, isn't it? For, okay, first day on Valentine's Day, tough to pull off. See, seeing your dealer from a distance and then being like, oh, I want to hang out with that guy instead. Yeah, yeah like you're like, oh, man, I'm feeling I'm not feeling great. Y- you got to send that text beforehand. You got to get the dealer to the restaurant. Got to get him into the bathroom. This is all planned out while he's on the date. He's like, oh, fuck. I w- but I don't think that they were actually doing a deal. I think he just saw him at the same restaurant. Right. Like, I don't think he arranged... Why I would assume you arrange? that he texted the dealer and was like, hey, I'm at this restaurant, I really need a fucking fix, lad. I think that's insane, though. Like, yeah, well, obviously it's insane. No, if you're, like, uh, uh, you, why would you, why would you invite your, de- okay, why would you invite the dealer? I just assumed the dealer was also there on a date. Unless the then, dealer's super ugly and you're like, well, beside him, I'm going to be fucking unreal looking, so. Just, just <laughs> what a weird approach to dates. <laughs> just always bring someone slightly less attractive bring, bring the ugliest person you know on every date and you will forever be the most handsome one in the t- in the room it's easy what kind what kind of drugs was it i assume it was probably weed if they were just getting high in the bathroom yeah okay it's not because or it's not like on fucking heroin the, i assume yeah. they're not on heroin in the bathroom <laughs> God, you would hope, wouldn't you? Was it a nice <laughs> restaurant? What are the details here? There's no... I have no further details other than they went to a restaurant. He went to the bathroom. 45 minutes had passed and she had, she hadn't seen him. I'm not waiting 45 minutes, by the way. On a first date? No, 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 no. Not a chance. Like, because at that point, I would have finished my main course, at least. <laughs> You know how and fast then, I eat. I would have finished all the courses. I would have been out I could do there, three right? courses in 45 minutes. That's fine. I'd do three courses in 20. Thinking, you could probably put them in front of me. I'll just barrel through them. That, 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 how, many, how, many, how many courses do you think you could eat? In what? What do you mean? Like, like say it's some kind of banquet. You're doing like nine See, courses. the speed is different. Because if, if they're slow coming out, then you have time to settle. You don't want that time to settle. You need to stay warm. Stay hydrated. Stay in the game. It's true. Um, okay, well, so you you never have an empty plate in front of you. Okay, well then it's, I think I could do a pretty. I could do damage. I think a bit of sushi. I, I could do. I could do poo, a fair bit of sushis. Give you a sushi platter and just leave you leave you loose. Yeah, leave me to it. Like I could probably finish it. Clear it out. The, <laughs> were you telling me about a sushi boat one time? <laughs> on the show. <laughs> on, oh, it was on the show. There okay, was a that's local grand. sushi spot near me that I used to always go to when I was very poor, but like I could only afford like the very very small. Like I was working in like one of the shops nearby and like yeah. make a minimum wage. So like I would go in and get like the nine euro set for lunch, right? Yeah. And then, but like that was the smallest set that you got like six pieces nine euro, whatever, or eight right. pieces for nine euro. And then up at the very top of the menu was always the sushi boat. And that was like 50 fucking six euro or something. And I was always like, one day, one day I'll have that. That'll be You're my like, that's, time. That's a whole week of work, but it's okay. <laughs> I'll get that. I won't be able to feed for the rest of the week, but I'll buy that one thing for that one lunch. And so then one day I came in on my lunch break. No, I think it was uh, 
I think it was actually a dinner and we, we came in and there was a woman over there like business like just business clothes so she clearly yeah. come from work had ordered the boat by herself which is about 60 fucking pieces of sushi right and it was That's gigantic it was it was the fucking size of the table like the two of them had to come out and carry it out she had it put in <laughs> front of her and she she like she ate seven pieces off it as far as I could see and then just left and just and just paid for it and left. And At that point, I'm moving tables. I'm sitting and over see, there. And see, there's the thing, right? So I was there, right? And I yeah. was like, is it socially acceptable for me to go over there? Because they're throwing that in the bin and I could easily eat that. Yeah, I'll horse that down, lads. I would genuinely, if that happened, I would have a word <laughs> with the lads working there. And I was just like, can we have the rest of it? There's that? like 40 pieces left on that fucking boat. Give them to yeah. me. There's so many fish died for that. <laughs> Someone has to eat it. How many boats do you think they have? In, like on, can two people order that? There's at one no time? way they, they only have the one boat. It was so elaborate. They only had a one. fucking dock out bag. They're all sitting there. <laughs> it was fucking gigantic. Like this whole kitchen is taken up with fifty boats. See, the idea is how many people in the restaurant at any given time are ordering that fucking boat? Probably very few. Yeah. I would have two just in case. Just, yeah, maybe two, but at that you're Because you don't want it. someone to order it and be like, sorry, you have to wait for them to finish. Yeah, we need the boat back so we can put the fresh pieces on the new boat. Sorry yeah, about we'll that. We'll wash the boat, don't worry about um, it. Okay, so we need to move on. So I have, the guy I was dating gave me six red roses up for Valentine's Day. I thought it was weird to only get six roses when they're usually bought as a dozen. Turns out, he'd actually bought a dozen roses and given the six other roses to six other girls. So... Ooh. <laughs> Oh, technically, you got six, and they all got one. So if what, we're doing what? a leaderboard, you're at the top. You are at the top. On, on aggregate, you have it. But mm. in practice, what other girls? Is it like, does he have six sisters? Is that what's going on? I don't on? think that's what she means. Um, are you this sure? This is by Amanda. Uh, I think Amanda means that he was seeing six other women. So that's seven women Ew. he's seeing at once. Who has the time? That's every day of the week. That's, yeah. Like, it's like Lou Bega couldn't even handle that kind of situation. <laughs> what kind of hours are you putting in? You do like 20 minute shifts this, or something. This what is the, the thing. He, so, like, to, to have that much time to hang out with that many people on the regular to keep up relationships, you need to not have a job. In which case, how are you getting seven women to spend time with you? Because where do you go seven you, times? You can't go to the park every day. You can't invite them round to the house. Like maybe no. he does just go to the park every day. Park is nice. Yeah, well, yeah, but, but if you go on a, a park date, nice date, but maybe you talk again in two days, they're like, let's go back to the park. You're kind of like, well, this is the fourth time we've gone to the park in the last two weeks. Maybe we can go somewhere That's else. True. That is true. Then what if you want to get coffee? And then the mm. person doing the coffee seizure with different person every time. Yeah, and then there, are the snitches get stitches or are you like play cool, man? So I got done with that one time, actually. What are you talking about? Because I went on a date in college. So, <laughs> to preface, I went I went to, there was, this, there was this like boba tea place where we went to college. And I went there with just friends from the course. And we were just sitting around chatting, whatever. And then I went on a date not long after. And the lady working behind said, I saw you here last week with a blonde girl. And I was like, what the fuck? Fuck off. 
Yeah. And I was like, it's just a friend. And she was just like, oh, okay. And then it was a really awkward date for the yeah. next hour. <laughs> I suppose there's two sides. Right? One side is like, fair play to the lady. She's looking out. She's looking yeah, out yeah. for the person that you're dating. That she's like, look, girl this guy could girls, be a scumbag. Yeah, you like, got, like, they got each other's backs. But at the same time, if you're in a group setting, yeah. at that stage... There was like it, five of us there. Well, like, well, that's kind of weird to be like, hey, you were here only specifically with, with that one blonde girl rather than, wow, there was four of you. One of them was just happened to be blonde. Yeah, and just mind your business as well. <laughs> like <laughs> You were starting a rivalry. <laughs> Never went back. No, it's a lie. Never, it's fuck a really her. good fuck tea. the fucking bubble tea. <laughs> I love those tapioca pearls. Um, and my last one that I really wanted to get through was I was 18 years old. It was my first Valentine's Day with my boyfriend. It was my first relationship and he took me out for a meal at our local pub in Croydon. I thought flowers and dinner would have been more than enough. But just as we started tucking into our meal, four oldish men in red tuxedos, bow ties and boater hats walked in. I nudged him to look because I thought, that's fucking hilarious. But then they kept walking and they came to our table. I felt terrified as I realised what was about to happen. Outstanding. They they introduced themselves in front of all of the other diners, handed me a teddy bear, blew a little tuning whistle and then began to sing. Masterful gambit, (laughs) sir. I felt my face was on fire. I couldn't actually believe it was happening. They sang three songs and people were turning, watching and laughing. The attention was excruciating it was typical barbershop quartet music too each time they finished singing a song I'd feel a moment of relief only for them to start up again that might be the best like first date ever because if that works out you're never forgetting that that's the thing right that's a full on in the football in American football terms that's what we call a Hail Mary it's yeah. just a let's fuck it down the field and it might work at a touchdown or it might be the worst thing we've ever done we don't know until we try like if if he did that knowing you hate it that's even funnier <laughs> If he's there pissing himself while you're getting these four owl lads to get to sing to you. But also, if he also hates it, maybe he just thinks this is what romance is. He's like 18 at this time. Yeah, like you're 18, so he's just an idiot. But but how much how much does it cost to rent a barbershop quartet for an 18 year old to hire a fucking barbershop quartet unless he's like he's connected with them or something it must be his granddad's fucking barbershop quartet he was like do you know what we'll do me Dave Tom and Brian will all call in and we'll sing you a few songs we'll we'll sing your to your best gal you go on a date are you Mr. Sandman was definitely played. Oh, man, that would... You know what? Honestly, the best part of that story is when the four of them first come in and she specifically is like, I'm nudging him to be like, Jesus, isn't that fucking weird? And at that moment, do you think his face gives it away? Because, like, there's either the moment where he's like, oh, shit, this is bad, but it's too far gone. 
or ah she's just saying that until they start singing and then she'll come around yeah oh when she hears the music you won't be able to stop her yeah I mean it's beautiful songs that they come up with I just but then they have to just stay there this is their local pub as well like it's yes. definitely like it's going to come up again yes <laughs> I just, uh, I, 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 look, I love this. Okay. I think this is hilarious. Yeah, but you, it's hilarious because it didn't happen to you. Yeah, but if it happened to me, I would genuinely find it funny. I think mm. this is brilliant. Mm. I, I would, I think, might die of cringe. I think, I think I would die. I think I'd, I think I'd, I'd go so far into cringe that I would turn it around. You'd and come back around. Singing. You, you'd yeah. actually come back around to be like, oh, this is actually might be good. This might save me. It's the dream. This is lovely. This is what a memory to share. <laughs> this is lovely. Loves, Let's keep it going. Ones. Yes, this is great. <laughs> I, um, oh man! So that is our romance segment of Valent- the Valentine special of Weird News. That's <laughs> that's what we say to our partners this evening. That's the romance segment ended. <laughs> <laughs> now, now back to Netflix. <laughs> I'm sorry that segment went so quickly, but uh, we're back to Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> what can you do? <laughs> we'll edit it, it'll be fine. We're gonna edit it. We'll edit the fucking thing. We'll add some things from last year's one with fucking throw back the other. <laughs> um, so we're gonna move on, Sean. We're gonna touch on just a, a classic weird news story before I get to I have a Sean solves, so I oh. wanna get to that, but I don't wanna go fully rom- Valentine special straight into Sean solves because this is weird news. So we need to cover a really weird news story that just randomly pops up. Around Excellent. the world. Oh, so no love involved at all. <laughs> no love involved in this at all. But I have man accused of peddling business cards with free samples of cocaine. Hmm. No. Those are not the cheapest business cards. <laughs> a man is facing half a dozen charges after an apparent bid to boost his drug dealing business by handing out free samples of cocaine at a local casino. Um, this is in Calgary. Police say officers patrolling a downtown casino a few weeks ago became aware of a card that had been handed out to casino goers. The cards included the name Alex Lee and had a small baggie of suspected cocaine attached to the cards so that they would know where to go when they wanted a little bit more. I mean, if drugs weren't illegal, that's fucking genius. (laughs) Because you literally, you get them hooked and then immediately they know how to contact you. It's like one of the makeup things. It's like, take this free sample of this skincare thing. But he's like, just take this little dab of cocaine and just try it. And look, if you don't like it, you don't have to do any more. Knowing full well that a lot of, about 85% of these people are going to be coming back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it's, it's very Moorish cocaine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like chocolate. He heard, like, okay, so it must have been his name and a, a number. He didn't put an address on these cards, surely. So investigators tracked down the suspect via his Alex Lee alias throughout January, gathering evidence and eventually identifying his vehicle. On Saturday, so they had to do real detective work to figure out who he was. So on Saturday, if they pulled him over, they pulled over the 2020 Toyota Tundra uh, and they arrested him. 
Um, they also went to his home and they seized almost 60 grams of cocaine portioned into individual packages, uh, which was about $1,200 in cash as worth of cocaine um, and a lot of the Alex Lee business cards. So the thing is, he was basically getting a big bag of cocaine, putting it in little baggies, putting yeah. it on his business cards and handed it out with a casino for a whole night. I mean, it's not the... like. If everyone is cool and doesn't say anything... If there's no narcs, is what you're saying. If there's no narcs, it's a fucking genius business opportunity. Yeah, yeah but the problem like, is you don't know which one of those casino people are maybe, I don't know, a police officer who just yeah. is in the casino on his day off. Or some fucking snitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're, like, fully up for him, like, well, no, he should be allowed to run his business. I just, like, it's just such a genius business opportunity mm. that I, like, I genuinely I'm proud of the man you're you know? thinking he should go into Dragon's Den with this is what you're saying I just, the only way it could be better is if the cards themselves like you scratched them like a scratch card and cocaine came out that's the <laughs> only way this could be any cooler you know what that's a better way of doing it yeah really like just it's like here's here's the, a small little bump and it's all you need <laughs> a small little bump <laughs> And and then you you can contact me for more. You scratch it off, and that reveals the number. Oh so my you have God, to right. do the call no, before so you, can you contact scr- him. You scratch it right, and the cocaine yeah. comes off. So it's like a scratch card, and then underneath it, it's like a riddle. So it says, "You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours." Is written underneath that, and they're like, "What does he mean?" Well, if we scratch it, he'll give us more. You know what yeah. I mean? We keep scratching. We scratch the back. There's the contact info, mm. and then. Mm. You get three stars, you win a free one. It's great. Get free one. You win a free cocaine. You win one free one free cocaine, ladies and gentlemen. Don't ask me how much it is. It's just one free cocaine. Just it's the quantity free. unknown. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like a ton. It's like, no, okay, now you're actually one. A truckload just comes up yeah. like fucking narcos. He's trying to move product. <laughs> You won one cocaine truck. I meant one cocaine truck. Um, yeah, I just wanted to touch on that because I was like, a, a genius businessman or a big idiot? I think both. Simultaneously. I think he's, he's a genius businessman in the wrong field. Mm. If he wasn't such a good drug dealer, he could take over the world. <laughs> he's the goddamn best drug dealer I've ever seen. <laughs> if, if he wasn't so goddamn talented, we could have got him into something else. Maybe some sort of, I don't know, marketing or entrepreneurship yeah. of some sort. He could definitely sell shit on Instagram to people. Oh, he like, could start yeah. a fucking pyramid scheme any day of the week, but he's wasting his time doing this. If we need a new merch guy... I think yeah. I think we know who to contact. <laughs> a little bit of cocaine with all the merch. <laughs> that, that's like the heroes for He only has promise. one idea. Like, if we put coke in it, it'll keep him coming back. It's like, yeah, yeah, Greg, I suppose you're We're right. Selling like, children's kids or ch- kids' clothes, man. What the fuck is wrong with you? Kids need a bit of a bump as well every now and then. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have a few Debbie yeah, Downer days. Tired. They have to get to school. They have things to learn. <laughs> Um, so we're going to move on to our next piece of news and why I touched on that is because obviously small story but we're moving into Sean Solves which everyone's favourite segment of Sean Solves yeah. a problem that is sent in to a different newspaper and Sean somehow comes up with an even better solution it's amazing 
on the spot, no preparation, mm. and I'm always successful. Yeah, you have been successful every single time in that we've never done a follow-up on any of the people that you've given advice to, so nobody can and prove that wrong. we never will. <laughs> we never will, so it's kind of Schrodinger's cat of successfulness, really, because we don't know. Um, but we <laughs> nice have drop-in of Schrodinger's cat, fair play. I just throw in a little reference. <laughs> 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 it was on my calendar my word of the day um, so my friend's public habit is disgusting it's so embarrassing but she feels no remorse so this is a story that was sent in um, to one of the agony ads mm-hmm. and it really caught my eye because sometimes it's tough to tell your friends that they're doing wrong um, especially in True. public spaces um, yeah, what, what, one of them keeps doing cocaine, he finds well, on Non-stop, keeps coming up with cocaine <laughs> ideas. Like, stop cocaine, Joe, we have other hobbies. Um, you could just be Joe. <laughs> just be Joey. Um, Gaz has to come out one way or another, but a woman has admitted that she finds her friend's bad habit disgusting and has even heard people making comments to her in public about it. She says that it's her friend's party piece and she, and says that it's not illegal, but she can't stand how much her friend will burp and belch Ooh. in public. I'm not good with burping and belching. I don't mm. like it. Okay. It, I, it really unsettles me when I hear it. She claimed she has no remorse and simply doesn't care what people think and is in fact quite impressed with how she releases gas to the point where she calls it satisfying. That's what it's, that's the word that she uses. That's satisfying. Um, okay. Uh, so Helena has been friends with Rowena oh my god they sound like posh pricks for several years and has noticed she's quite a gassy person and will burp every time she eats or drinks there's a a way to burp quietly every time by the way no one has to burp loud but in a way she's never heard before and described them as low and long I'm thinking cartoonish burps Like Homer Simpson kind of shit. Mm, That kind of vibe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even going so far as to compare them to a noise that would come from a warthog. Very specific animal to choose, Helena. Yes, of course. That that was on the table at Christmas, Connor. The old warthog warthog burp, as we all know and breed. But as Rowena has no remorse over her burping, Helena thinks this makes it even worse and calls her lack of shame and embarrassment weird. She said her friend would just laugh but has noticed the disgusting looks people around them give her and revealed that she's had to apologise on behalf of her at certain stages that's insane mm. that that other people are like this is a problem like well she says that she fully revels in the shock factor leans oh, into go it, puts fuck on, this person puts on a show <laughs> another time a man in the street called her disgusting after she belt really loudly uh, Rowena tracked him down and then lectured him about how it's all gendered and that men are more likely to be lauded for belching than women so Sean what do you think about that huh I, that I no I think no no <laughs> if, like genuinely it, it, man or woman whoever bur- like I think it's a really rude and disrespectful thing to do, especially in public, and especially if people have asked you to stop. <laughs> I think it's fine up until the point where someone says, stop. 
We yeah. we don't appreciate that. I think, no, it's fine up until the point that you fucking revel in it, in making mm. other people uncomfortable. Mm. Then you're just a prick. That's not cool, bro. That's yeah. not cool, is what I would say. How good of a friend is Helena with this person? Because I That's think... That's the thing, because a real true friend would tell you that you're being a fucking freak and yeah. to chill out. It, genuinely, yes. Mm. Like, because you would say that to me. I would say that to if any you, of my friends. If you burped at least, if you burped more than three times and we were having a meal together, which we've had before, but if you yes. burped more than three times, I'd say, geez, you're a bit fucking gassy, aren't you? That's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would be like, stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> and then if I kept doing it, you would be like, all right, reel it in. I would fully get the nickname Burpee McGee going if, yeah. if you kept going. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. I would deserve that. Yeah. But I would not. I wouldn't let like it wouldn't run on to the point where it's an ongoing issue. It would be one maybe if I like if I ever burp loudly, I'm so apologetic and that's the only time it happens that night. Also, you can't burp loudly accidentally every time. Is no, what I'm you saying. have to go for it. You to gotta open that time. mouth. If you don't open the mouth, you get away with it. It's not rude if you're like like sometimes you eat some doesn't agree with you. Maybe you have a fizzy drink, you get the gas, comes back up. But if you don't open the mouth, you get that kind of internal burp that we yeah. all know and love, but you get away with it. If you do that at a dinner party, nobody's saying anything. It's not that big a deal. It's the internal burp, the slow exhale and the excuse me. That's like that's where you should live 99.9% of the time. <laughs> but it's... But like out loud, and I can only imagine in like the middle of a restaurant she's doing this. Is insane. Yeah. And that's it's just genuinely really disrespectful. Now, what the fuck is she eating and drinking to make this happen so regularly? <laughs> I think dietary, you gotta look into that. What it's is gotta she be all to? diet, right? That's Does she not, not like gluten? Can she not eat wheat? I don't know. But if these things are making her burp, maybe she should stop. For dietary reasons. They might be even causing some bloatedness gas, all that stuff. You know what I mean? It's very important to have a look at what you're eating and what maybe what your body doesn't agree with. Yeah. Like, if I... Yeah. If you were burping that much, you would go to a doctor. You would take an Alka-Seltzer, Not if you reveled in it, though. Not if you reveled in it. Why do you revel in it, though? What do you have to gain by everyone thinking you're a rude piece of shit? Because you get to be like, ha, ha, ha. I'm making everyone feel uncomfortable. I think that's the vibe. So the question here, Sean, in Sean Solves, is how does this woman, A, solve the problem? Or B, maybe hide the body of her now dead friend? Yeah. I Okay. Let's think about this logic. The logical answer, stop being friends with this person. They don't deserve you. Number two. Mm. We need to make burping dangerous. Now... How do we do that? We go hang out in like the open lit candle factory and then yeah. we just incinerate her. Like the burp <laughs> catches and then off she goes. <laughs> no, him, ho, you get a gun, right? That is okay. like a water gun, but it's filled with Alka-Seltzer, right? Okay. And basically anytime she opens that mouth ready to go, she's getting bowled up. You spray it into the mouth like straight away. Like a bald cat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that, but I think that, long term, yes, but I think it doesn't stop that burp in the moment. 
No, no. And I think we touched on it. What she likes is the anger that it causes people. True. So, and it's rare that this is the solution. We need to kidnap her and put her in solitary for a (laughs) while. It's rare. It's very rare that I suggest this. But But, I think we need to kidnap this woman. I think it's the only option. We put, no, what we do, right? Because, okay. Every time every, she burps, you shit yourself. No, go on. Sorry. That's another option. That's option mm. B. But there is another, have you heard of the se- the the perfectly soundproof room? Oh, it, yeah. The room that you can like hear your own fucking bones and the heart move and shit. Yeah. It drives you mad. Yeah. I think we lock her in that. And like, I think she gets three burps in before she's like, this is awful. I want mm. out and then never does it again. So, so weirdly, it does resort back to traumatizing someone. I think th- I think a lot of your <laughs> a lot of your a lot of your um, solutions, I'm gonna say mm. in Sean Solves are very trauma based. They're very pre- <laughs> we need to change this behaviour through a traumatic event. I prefer to think of it as learning, Connor. Oh, it's it's learning moments, such as, you know, kidnappings and just, like, sending her insane. We don't have to kidnap her for the, the soundproof room. Okay. I think we just push her in and lock the door for a bit. <laughs> we trick her. <laughs> I don't want to kidnap her. I just want to bring her somewhere she doesn't want to go. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. And look, like, to do this, like you're going to have to hop on a flight with this burpy woman. You're going to have to take her around, make yeah. a weekend out of it. Like, it's like, you're, she's going to be burping the whole way. Then she gets into that soundproof room. First thing she's going to do is try a burp. And then she'll hear it from the inside. And then it'll just be that for, let's give her 20 minutes in there. I, I just think that there's there's got to be a behavioural thing that you can do. So, like... Like I said, shitting yourself, but maybe even less, right? Every time she burps, you do one of your... Just spit. Just spit in the middle of the restaurant. Not on her, just on the ground. Right? See, but then you're just causing more of a problem. Then you have to explain to all of the other guests mm. why you're also being a filthy prick. Oh, yeah. That's true. But That's what true. You, uh, uh, hmm, it comes back to trauma again. But, like, you could rig up a shock collar. But every time she burps, it's just... Buzzes her <laughs> because I like how we look at every other solution because the obvious solution is just stop being her friend, right? Yeah, oh, and say it, or say sit her down, and say it to her. I'm going to stop being your friend if you don't stop burping like. Yeah, this. I think really the logical option is say, "Hey, man, I don't like when you do that burping shit. It's also kind of weird that you kind of revel in it. it. Doesn't yeah. really make me like you that much. And actually, I would really appreciate it if you stop doing that." That is obviously the logical option, but yes. probably not going to work. The burpy bitch is probably going to keep burping, right? Burpy biggie, she's at it, right? So what you need to do, opposite side, I think we always go to the most extreme because then there's lots of grey area in the middle that you can make up to your move. own points. <laughs> yeah, there's loads of room to wiggle. Um, so like shock collars, I'm thinking every time, see I was along the lines again of every time she burps, you got to do something that... I respect she, that. She recognises that every time I do this, this happens. This is a knock-on effect. Maybe every time she burps, you send her a message saying, your children have been kidnapped. Oh, wait, no, oh. false alarm. 
I would leave out the false alarm, but that first bit, I would. I think we could work with that. But it's all a false alarm. But you just tell her that, and then for some reason, her brain connects. Every time I burp, my children are in danger. What if she doesn't have children? What if she? What if she doesn't like? You need her to children? find out who 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 she cares about. What yeah. what does she? Who does she love? They've been kidnapped. Start cutting off fingers. <laughs> then it's a, then it's time sensitive. <laughs> You only got 10, Rowena. Because if it's just threats, it's like, oh, okay, that, they'll never follow through on that. You send her a finger. <laughs> I think, right, that we would be the worst kidnappers ever because, like, we would get more extreme because we would be like, well, no, that's not enough. Like, if we're fucking, if we're meant <laughs> They're to They're not going to believe us if we what do villains do? send a lock oh, in our no. hair or some shit. Like, no, 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 no. we get the fucking electric shocker. I don't know. Yeah. What the fuck do we do? <laughs> what if we beat her to death with her, with her son's leg? What, what, what about that? <laughs> and the police are like, you're the two biggest scumbags we've ever seen. We're like, we were just trying to impress you. I don't yeah. know what you wanted. We didn't, we wanted, we wanted you to know where we stood on the whole we thing. We got anxious, to be honest. I just wanted to make think people think that we were good look fair enough we've had look i'll defend us in court don't worry about it Gerard, yeah the, right? the life fully life that's all Solitary, we're getting um, in the silent room <laughs> i just yeah i think that that habit really caught me off guard how do you tell her friend that the logical option is stop being her friend or traumatic events i think so yeah like it has to be like do the ultimatum of just like either stop burping or stop being my friend Mm. Or then lock her into a silent room and drive her mad with the sounds of her own body. <laughs> and then it's win-win, you know? It's win-win. <laughs> or just send her to a doctor and find out what's going on. Yeah, that's a, that's another concerning side of it. That this is just happening to this woman. Yeah. Uh, Sean I'm going to just touch on the next headline because sometimes a headline comes along and there's no way this won't come up in weird news said to us multiple times by lots of lovely people on Instagram and on Facebook um, Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland closed indefinitely (laughs) like (laughs) folks sometimes a joke is too easy Sometimes sometimes a headline comes along for weird news that I actually don't need to do anything. Because... Yeah. What, when, what, where do we go from here? Because where? when the Licking Hole Creek Crash Brewery closes down and it's in Goochland, I mean, I don't know what to do with that. Like, what? where do we go? Uh, we, there, there's a couple of ways we could go. Like, we could, we could continue and try and make superior jokes than the Licking Hole Brewery in Goochland. <laughs> or... We dive in deep and we figure out why it closed and how we can help. Now, look, if you're a bit sad and maybe your life, especially Valentine's Day, is not so good. Well, it's good news because the licking hole is looking to reopen in the summer of this year. So if you're feeling a bit lonely at the minute, it's all it's got, things are looking up. Yeah. Yeah. OK, so so the licking, the licking hole will continue. It's what you're saying. The Licking Hole will continue and Goochland Brewery will be back on its feet probably by the summer. It's just closed down due to health reasons. The current owner went through a bit of a health thing, couldn't really sustain it. Sad news. Just probably exhaustion when you think about it. I can't can't make comedy out of this. (laughs) I don't know what I meant to do. Like... Do... do, Because... Do do we go in hard on on 
Do, you know. Do we? How do, how hard do we want to go? Oh, as hard as you want, buddy. Uh, <laughs> you want to go too hard into licking a hole. <laughs> you want some preparation, anyway. You want, first you want some goggles. <laughs> <laughs> like swim goggles or like ski yes, goggles? No, Welding both. goggles. <laughs> I'd put one over the other, lad, just to be safe. You're going extra hard. That's what double I'm saying. Double up, double rapid. Double up. You got, you got protection is important. Um, <laughs> so, look, it'll be back open by the summer. Everyone's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, it's named after the nearby Little Licking Hole Creek, if anyone wants to know. And the brewery opened in 2013. It's a lovely old place. Um, and it rece- like it's just a lovely name, a lovely area. Goochland yeah. Brewery in Licking Hole Place. Goochland. Where would that be now? Is that between... Uh- <laughs> Falls Bridge and <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're trying to come up with somewhere else <laughs> a chocolate factory I don't know uh, I don't know uh, somewhere <laughs> shit anyway um, okay we're going to move on to our last piece of news and what I wanted to touch on was obviously Florida Man because Florida Man last week he proclaimed about the fact that bears were on cocaine they're on yes. crack cocaine and so we yeah, need the- to be allowed to shoot them we need to be allowed to shoot crack bears. Yeah. Um, but should I have this week another Florida man involved with more bears? But I like the bits they put in the quotation marks here because I have escaped Kodiak's cub, cubs in Okaloosa raises questions about self-proclaimed bear trainer. Hmm. I think There's a few th- things in life you can be self-proclaimed at. And I don't think bear trainer should I think be bear trainer is something you need to train for. I think you need to be trained to handle the bears, first and foremost. Yeah, um, I think, yeah. Now, look, fair enough. There was one person originally who was yeah. a self-proclaimed bear trainer, but he really proved himself. <laughs> and then that? taught other people. No, there, there, what there's, no, there's no one in particular. I just, Wait, Jesus. That's a, I don't know would Jesus have ever encountered a bear. Um... <laughs> I'd Just say he'd probably be able to handle himself. Probably, definitely. He'd do a few bits of magic or something. Jesus just did magic. <laughs> He's just a card to the Jesus, bear. Jesus, that fucking hanky is never ending. <laughs> Must be the son of God. And he's, he's like saying his own name. <laughs> Jesus, that fucking Jesus. hanky doesn't end. That's, um, yeah, remember the name, folks. <laughs> Florida Fish and Wildlife estimates more than 4,000 bears are living in Florida right now. But those numbers don't include Kodiak bears, uh, which were found in Okaloosa County in December. Deputies say those bears escaped a nearby enclosure. Um, so, what happened was two Kodiak bears, cubs, found their way to the Sunshine State via a self-proclaimed bear trader. When I rolled up on the seeds, said one of the deputies, and this guy's literally playing with them in the middle of the street, I'm like, okay, this is definitely an odd call, <laughs> said the policeman. <laughs> um, Deputy Bal- Bali was just three months into the job when she learned what originally sounded like a routine call for bears, which was far from normal. I've been to many bear calls before. That's have you? It's 
three months in the job and you've been at many bear calls it didn't say it was during the job could have just been on personal time just in general just fuck in- there's a lot of bears out here <laughs> okay Auntie Susan back to sleep all uh. of them dealing with black bears uh, what piqued my interest with this one was when dispatch said the bears were in his truck because all other cars I've responded to they're in the trash or up in a tree but never in a truck like that as it turns out, the sheriff's office says the cubs are Kodiak bears, which is the largest bear species in the world. Yeah, it's a borderline grizzly, I would say. Oh, actually, you have a rhyme for brown ble- brown bears, uh, black bears and, and polar bears. Yeah. Where does grizzly fit into the rhyme? A cod- uh, 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 I think grizzly are dead anyway. A grizzly bear is a brown bear. It's just a really big one. Okay. So and what's the brown rhyme? Brown lie down. Black fight okay. back. Polar bear dead anyway. Right, so you're saying grizzly also dead anyway? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Have you seen cool. the revenant? Like <laughs> He fucked up Leo that time, to be fair. Um To be bear. To be bare, Deputy Belize says endless possibilities entered her mind on how the bears found this rural northwest Florida road. I was going through any possible situation how they got into the area. I just had no idea where they had come from. Um, she stayed in the area until the Florida Fish and Wildlife Group arrived and took over the case. Uh, the sheriff's office says the bears escaped in an inadequate enclosure at a nearby home of a self-proclaimed bear trainer. Dude's um, keeping bears at home. Ah, home. He was self-proclaimed. He was he was trained. Have you ever seen the video of Werner Herzog listening to audio of a man get mauled by grizzly bears? <laughs> no. There was this dude. He was he was called I think it was Grizzly Man or something. He called himself. He was just living with grizzly bears. Like it was normal, and they were making. As in, a like walking around in the kitchen, like making. Walking, no, like living in a cave with them. Fuck off! Go on. And they were doing. Some lads were doing a documentary on him, and the bears one day just fucking killed and ate this dude, and it's all recorded because uh, he still had his lapel mic on, so there's still all the audio of it, and they play it to famed director Werner Herzog. <laughs> And he's listening to it and he's just like, this is the worst thing that's ever been recorded. You should destroy this. No one should hear this. <laughs> My question to you is, have you heard it? No, they don't. They never released the audio. Uh, they, they never released the audio. It's, know, it's him but. just screaming for his life, I assume. Yeah, you hear a man get... This isn't funny, but you hear a man get no. mauled to death by grizzly bears well, after I suppose living with the them quest- I, I suppose in that situation, like, if you've named the bears, do you feel, like, offended? You get like, oh, fuck it, what are you doing, John? No, I think if, if you ever think you're on equal footing with a bear, I think you've lost. Yeah, I, I think, think it's game over. they will always be able to kill you, is the Yeah, thing. if they want to. Yeah, it, like, and they might like allow you to hang around for a bit. But if it comes mm. to it, they will go through you. So the story here is that there was a local farmer nearby who basically bought these bears illegally and had been housing them up. A local Florida man who had decided that he wanted his own pet bears, his pet Kodiak cub bears, and um, that they would only they don't stay to... cubs forever. Well, no, they'll only get a little bit bigger, just to the biggest bear species in the world. Just shot. To so the largest fight. living bear, yeah. It's fine. I'll be able to handle them. I'm Florida man. Um, so he basically had built them their own enclosure and then. They just kind of got out and went for miles, just the two of them. Um, just wandering around. Just wandering around. And it wasn't until this police officer showed up that they were like, oh, wait, 
this is not good. These these bears are just in the middle of the road. And how, like, cubs, to be fair. So easy enough to manage, probably? I, I assume easier, yeah. So I, I mean, feel like I could like, take a bear cub in a fight, but that's the same as saying I could kill a child. Like I, mm, for a bear, a, chi- a bear cub would maul a child. Come on now. Oh yeah, no, like uh, uh, cub versus child, fine. Cub versus me. I think a cub is taking you as well. One year old. Let me look at a one year old bear. <laughs> Kodiak bear. One year old Kodiak one bear. One year old Kodiak bear. Okay, here we go, and then. I want like a sports center rundown on what what this is going to be. The stats, the, the, the yeah. arm reach. Like they're not. I know these are tiny little yokes. I'm. I'm grabbing one of them and swinging them around. He's fine. But like, I think they're tougher than you think. I think they come back and they just need to get you once. I'm trying to. Do I can I do I get like a weight on what a Kodiak bear is? I mean, like a, a young one, not a, a big one. Okay, so a, a, a one-year-old bear cub would be about 60 kilos. Like, I'm... So about 10 stone. Yeah, I have him on weight. That's fine. That's a chunky uh, nine-year-old. What? Lad, the bear is taking you. 60 kilos, he's only one years old. Yeah, I, it's a quick... It's not... The fight isn't going on for five years. It'll be fine. Oh, you're you're still getting taken out. Like, I'm telling you now. The, take, even if I win, there's no honour in it because it's a cult. <laughs> and you're definitely going to lose. I'm not going to lose. <laughs> Just the blind confidence of a man who's definitely going to lose. Just, uh, 135 pounds, 60 kilos. I yeah. could take that. You... Fighting a bear that's already 135 pounds. And it's only a baby. Yeah. He's a baby. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> I just... I just think you're gonna die. I think you... you would ha- We would have the audio again of another person being mauled <laughs> by a bear. You get Werner Herzog I would have to show. get Werner back on the show. I'd be like, hey man, I got something else to show you here. He's like, oh fuck it. Sean, Sean went through with it, did he? Oh no. He went through it again, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's it for this week's Weird News, Sean. What a week. Do you want me to take us out, Connor? Yeah, sure, why not? Thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday with Hero or Zero and next Wednesday with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you to everyone over on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Heroes for Hire podcast. Link to that is in the description and big shout outs of course go to Roisin and Baby Ben Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckle in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson, Dominic, Anna Irish Walrus Forever and congrats Roisin on your baby Helm Roos. Danny McLaughlin, Luke is the Gay Gamer, Lord Smish, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Frost overwhelmed by uni and other bad choices, Ed Ball, Connor and Lorraine are debating which is cuter, Sean's proposal in Japan or Connor's proposal on the Pelp, Ross a polite request that we do not hear any more spiders where they should not be reports parfait. Jackson Bruheim decided to let Sean stay as host. Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tipsy subscribed to the Patreon. Kira Lawler, Judge Lahey, The Amazing World of Keza, Mikey Stronghold, Chair's number one fan, Kyle Borowski, Rory screamed when he was responded to on Twitter, and Sean subbed to the Patreon after 10 creamy pints. 
Thank you all for your support. We really appreciate it. If you want to support the show and help us to keep making it, uh, head over to Patreon or there is a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group and Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. So... I think that's about it. Connor? I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Mitch. And we shall see you all next week, guys. I can take it there.